Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Courts Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chauhan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. The Supreme Court today dismissed the applications filed by all 11 Bilkis Bano case convicts seeking time to surrender before jail authorities. They were sentenced to life imprisonment for multiple murders and gang rapes against the backdrop of 2002 communal riots in Gujarat, but were released by the Gujarat government in August 2022 after serving 14 years of sentence. As you know, recently the Supreme Court set aside the remission granted to them as illegal. The court has ordered them to surrender in jail within two weeks. While seeking extension of four to six weeks, they had cited various reasons such as ill health, family responsibilities, etc. Today, the bench of justices B.V. Nagratna and Ujjal Bhuya said that the reason cited by the convict seeking extension of time to surrender lacked merits. The convicts will have to surrender before the jail authorities by 21st January, that is the original deadline set by the court as per its 8th January judgment, which set aside their premature release. Tamil Nadu former Chief Minister O. Panir Selvam and other expelled AIA-DMK members faced a significant setback today as the Supreme Court declined to grant a stay on the General Council resolution that resulted in their removal. The background here is, through a resolution passed in July 2022 meeting, the AIA-DMK expelled several senior members from the party and appointed Eddapadi Palaniswamy as the Interim General Secretary. First, a single judge bench of Madras High Court refused to interfere with the council resolution, followed by a division bench which also rejected the appeals filed by the ousted leaders. Challenging the same, the expelled leaders Panir Selvam, R. Vethilingam and others approached the Supreme Court. Their special leave petitions were heard by a bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta. During the hearing today, Senior Advocate K.K. Venugopal appeared for Panir Selvam. The court stated that granting Panir Selvam's request to halt the General Counsel's resolution would essentially mean deciding the ongoing civil suit related to the matter when Venugopal protested, saying that the civil suit would take years to be decided, the court added a direction to the trial court to dispose of the civil suit expeditiously and dismissed the SLP. The Supreme Court has today rejected a petition challenging reinstatement of Congress leader Rahul Gandhi's Lok Sabha membership, which was suspended due to criminal defamation conviction over the Modi thieves remark. As you already know, court stayed Gandhi's conviction in August last year, allowing the restoration of his membership. The petitioner here argued that restoration should only happen after acquittal and therefore Gandhi's membership should not have been restored. The bench comprising Justices B.R. Gawai and Sandeep Mehta dismissed the petition as frivolous, imposing a fine of 1 lakh rupees, emphasizing that such petitions waste the court's time. Notably, the same petitioner's challenge against the restoration of Lok Sabha membership for MP Mohammad Faisal was also dismissed earlier with a similar cost. The Supreme Court today set aside a decision of the Uttar Pradesh Public Service Commission to reject application of a candidate for the Judicial Service Junior Division Examination and directed the UPPSC to declare her results. 
The case involves the UPPSC denying the candidate opportunity to participate in the May 2023 Judicial Service Mains examination. Despite passing the preliminary exam, the UPPSC rejected her for not submitting hard copies of the mains application on time, citing one-day delay. She argued that the delay was caused due to deficiency in service by the post office. She emphasized her timely online submission, which the UPPSC had accepted. Her appeal to the UPPSC was rejected, leading her to challenge the decision in the Supreme Court under Article 32, alleging a violation of her Article 21 right. The court in May last year had granted interim relief to her, directing the Commission to provisionally allow her to take the mains exam. Subsequently, she cleared the mains exam and became eligible for the interview. Then in November, the court requested the Commission to submit her interview result in a sealed cover. After hearing both parties, the court had reserved the judgment in December and today the bench of Justices J.K. Maheshwari and Sudhan Shudholia pronounced the verdict and has set aside the impugned order of UPPSC that rejected her candidature. In another update, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices B.B. Nagratna and Ujjal Bhuya has issued a notice on a writ petition challenging constitutional validity of Section 3G of the National Highways Act of 1956. This section mandates arbitration for resolving disputes related to compensation for landowners whose land is acquired with the arbitrator appointed by the central government. The petitioner argues that this provision violates Article 14 of the Constitution by imposing mandatory arbitration and allowing the central government, a party to the dispute, to unilaterally appoint the arbitrator. The petition emphasizes the perceived bias and unfairness in the process, pointing out that in practice, a government servant like the deputy commissioner or magistrate is typically appointed as the arbitrator. Additionally, the petition raises concerns about delays in arbitrator appointments leading to prolonged arbitral proceedings and contends that the arbitrator, being a government servant, acts as a mere rubber stamp to the government-determined compensation, causing significant prejudice to the landowners. Today, the Supreme Court issued a directive stating that the recovery of 2.66 crores from the Uttar Pradesh Congress Committee, that is UPCC, for dues owed to Uttar Pradesh State Transport Corporation, that is UPSRTC, will be temporarily halted. However, this stay is contingent on UPCC depositing 1 crore within 4 weeks. Pertinently, the dues were for using buses and taxis of UPSRTC for its political purposes between 1981 and 89, the period during which Congress party was in power in the state. The court was hearing an SLP filed by UPCC against the judgment delivered by the Allahabad High Court last year, directing the party to clear the dues with interest within three months. Essentially, UPSRTC's stance before the High Court was that between the years 1981 and 1989, vehicles like buses, taxi, etc. were provided to the UPCC on directions of the then Chief Minister and Ministers concerned who all belonged to the Petitioner Party. The bills were regularly raised and were liable to be paid. In its order, the bench noted that State had initiated recovery proceedings against Congress in 1999 under UP Public Monies Act 1972. However, the recovery proceedings stayed in November 1998 and the case remained pending for the last 25 years without payment of bills. 
During today's hearing, Senior Advocate Salman Khurshid, appearing for the Congress Committee, submitted that even though the High Court had stated that there can be no recovery under the 1972 Act, however, by way of discretionary powers, it had held that the amount should be paid. He pleaded that it could be decided only by way of a trial. However, the bench was not convinced, given that the matter had prolonged enough. Therefore, while issuing notice on the SLP, the bench comprising Justices Surya Kant and K. V. Vishwanathan said that the court would explore the possibility of appointing an arbitrator to determine and ascertain the actual liability of the petitioner. The Supreme Court today granted bail on medical grounds to M. Sivasankar, the former Principal Secretary to the Chief Minister of Kerala, in connection with the life mission money laundering case. The bench comprising Justices M. M. Sondoresh and S. V. N. Bhatti issued the order after reviewing the report from Jawaharlal Institute of Postgraduate Medical Education and Research, Pondicherry, which emphasized the urgent necessity of surgery for Sivasankar. The court decided the same without delving into the merits of the case. The counsel for the Enforcement Directorate emphasized that during a previous instance when Sivasankar was granted interim bail for medical reasons, he promptly resumed his duties without seeking any medical treatment. It was noted that on that occasion, Sivasankar continued in the service for one year. In response, Sivasankar's counsel argued that he sought relief based on both merits and medical grounds. Additionally, he explained that he had to rejoin the service earlier because his application for voluntary retirement had been rejected, leaving him with no alternative. In light of the medical reports on record, the bench made the interim bail granted to Sivasankar absolute without going into the merits of the contentions raised. In another important update, the Supreme Court today designated 56 advocates as senior advocates. 11 out of them are women. It is after five years that the Supreme Court is conferring senior designations. Last time in March 2019, 37 advocates, including six women, were conferred with the designation. This is also the first time that senior designations have been decided based on the modified guidelines framed as per the judgment passed by the Supreme Court last year in the Indira Jai Singh case. 282 advocates had applied, out of which 200 lawyers were shortlisted for the interview this year. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.